welcome to the Gaining Possession Hockey Podcast. Not sure if you can hear the Christmas music in the background or not, but uh, we'll fade that out. The um, season is here, and I think it's only appropriate that we all have to talk about gift giving for hockey players. So in this episode, we're going to cover a couple of things, um, some opinions of mine on on gifts, and I'll even get into just opinions of mine on hockey items in general. And uh, But I also want to talk just real quickly to start things off about, you know, the, the idea that uh, giving your hockey player something hockey-related as a gift um, in comparison or in contrast to something that you would have bought them anyway. So there's this, there's just this kind of conflicting concept around, uh, should I give my kid a gift if it's something that I would have gotten him or her, even if there wasn't a holiday around, you know, for example, they, it's September and you find out that they outgrew their elbow pads. So you go buy them new elbow pads. That's, that's not a birthday gift or a Christmas gift or a whatever. That's just something you bought them because they needed it. But what if they break their stick on December 20th? You buy them a new stick. Do you wrap it and put it under the tree? I argue, yeah, you do. Um, hockey is expensive enough. Uh, so if you have the opportunity to do some kind of gift giving for something that they need as opposed to something they want, I say go for it. That's my feeling on it. Um, I, my, my hockey player is going to be getting some stuff uh, under the tree that is probably something maybe I would have bought him anyway, maybe not. Um, but, you know, that's kind of in that gray area that things that I was looking at, but um, maybe was waffling on a little bit. I'm like, you know what? Uh, it'll be it'll be fun for him to open something that is hockey related. Um, so get that out of the way. Next thing, uh, before we get to the hockey players, is the non-hockey players in your life that have to deal with the hockey player. I cannot emphasize how amazing and perfect and awesome these battery-powered vests or hoodies or jackets are. Um, I've recently started in the Amazon affiliate program. Um, so if I can figure out how to put a link to it, I will. I would appreciate if you want to buy one, go ahead and, and click through through that link to buy it. Um, it doesn't cost you anything, but um, you know the way those programs work is maybe I'll get a little kickback. But um, this, is, this is prior to any kickback. I, I don't need any kickback for this product. So the name is Aurora, so O-R-O-R-O. Uh, they make a variety of battery-powered things, and I have a vest. Uh, my wife has a vest. Uh, half of the people on my son's team have a jacket or a hoodie or a vest. They are game changers for sitting at hockey rinks for one, two, three hours at a time. Um Hockey players play on ice. It's going to be cold there and they play a winter sport. So it's going to be cold outside. Um, but you know, these, these vests, I have the vest. So I'm going to talk about the vest. So the vests have three powers 
right? The high, medium, low. You can really crank that thing up. It has uh, elements in the body, in the collar, and in the pockets. So you can shove your hands in the pockets and your hands will get hot. Um, when I put that thing on high, my neck gets hot. So it, it is sometimes something I put over uh, another jacket just so I have a little layer between myself and the and the heating elements. And sometimes I turn it down and sometimes I wear it under um, a thicker coat because that coat then kind of locks in that heat. Um, so can't say enough about those. However, you're listening to me right now. Um, see if there's a link somewhere. I mean, that'd, that'd be cool. But if not, just go check it out on Amazon. They're 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 amazing. There's other brands too, um, but they're they're worth every penny without a doubt. Um, all right, so let's get to the hockey players. Uh, first rant is sticks. Can we just talk about sticks honestly for a second here? I highly doubt that you're listening to me if you really think that your child is going to end up in the NHL, in the show, as they say. Um, most of our kids are not going to play professional hockey at any level. Most of our kids are not going to play college hockey at any level. Almost all of our kids will play exactly the same with a $100 stick that they do with a $350 stick. Why the manufacturers think that a eight or nine year old child needs a $300 stick is kind of robbery in my mind. Um, they're not gonna break it. They're going to outgrow it when they're that young. They don't have the power, the muscles, the the, uh, the balance, the know-how to get the most out of what those expensive sticks deliver. Um, so Christmas present or not, uh, do not go out and buy the latest and greatest top of the line stick for your hockey player. Uh, you know, if, if they, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how else to say it. Um, it is probably the most ridiculous piece of hockey equipment uh, out there. Uh, skates might be second, um, but skates at least serve a purpose. And there's a, a decent difference between a $200 pair of skates, a $500 pair of skates, and a $900 pair of skates. Now, I'll save that for another episode. We'll talk about equipment a little bit in another episode, but um, the skates have technology built into them. And that changes the blade technology, the boot technology, the flex, where the flex is, the fit, the customization of the fit, things like that. Like it, it, your number one thing that you do as a hockey player is skate and go look at the statistics. I don't have them in front of me, but go look at the stats. Your player touches the puck a tiny, tiny amount out of every game. Even at the NHL level, the puck is on their stick for a very small amount of time. Therefore, why is the most expensive piece of equipment outside of your skates a stick? It doesn't make any sense. And not that I ever thought I would be sponsored by any of these companies, but I've seen probably more 
Bauer Hyperlights snap than any other stick I've ever seen. Is it light? Yup, it's ridiculously light. These kids are growing and they need to build muscle. So I would argue that a light stick is actually doing them a disadvantage. And when they break seemingly nonstop, um, there's something something wrong. Like it, if you're making a stick that light, then maybe you're making it wrong because it's breaking all the time. And again, you're just robbing parents of their hard-earned money after they attempt, uh, you know, to to get a warranty claim on you. Um, it's just not worth it. Uh, I I've I've seen a little bit cheaper sticks last twice as long as some of these high-end sticks. And in my opinion, and I'm one that likes to get as much as I can out of every penny that I'm going to spend, I want the equipment to last. Um, my son has a very, very nice pair of skates. This is the first time he's at an age now where he's going to wear them out before he outgrows them. So I'm glad I put that extra money into there and got him the next level of, of skate. They're super comfortable. He loves them. He skates great with them. And he's getting two and a half, maybe three years out of a pair of skates. That's amazing. I'm happy with that. A stick should easily last an entire season. Easily. And I've got kids on my son's team that are on their third and fourth stick already. That's wrong. And there is no way outside of a free warranty claim that I would buy that same model or even the model, you know, the latest year version of that stick or whatever. I'd be switching brands. I'd be switching something. Um, my son has had Warrior and CCM sticks. Neither one of those he's ever broken, ever. Um, he had a true stick for a little while. That thing cracked right away, but I don't know. That, that might have been... Um, I don't know. I don't know why it broke, but it didn't. Um, so anyway, I, I'm not recommending a brand at this point of stick. Everybody has their personal preferences, but, um, yeah, I don't, don't spend a ton of money on something cause it's super light. Cause sometimes you get what you pay for. You're getting a super light, super fragile stick and guess what they can't do with a broken stick play. So it's just not worth it. All right. Uh, moving on to uh, other other gifts. I, I think there's another category here that um, parents should really pay a lot of attention to, and that's kind of in the training category, or you know, making your hockey player better at home category. The, there's a bunch of things. There's there's passers, um, you know, like a puck on a bungee cord um, that just just helps. It it brings the puck right back to their stick, right? And so it's just it's it's got an advantage. Um, that's something they can do by themselves and at home. That's great. Um, shooting tarps or a net or something for, for at home. Uh, we, we have one of each. We have, uh, well, we actually have two tarps. We have tarp in the basement. We have a tarp outside. So what's nice about the tarps outside is they're made the exact same size as your garage door and they roll up. So you just hang them in front of the garage door when they're not using, you roll it up and your garage door works normally when they want to use it, you roll it down and, and it, it really works uh, really well. So really happy with the, with the shooting tarp purchase. Cause the, it's not like a net, the net is like, Oh, where am I going to store this thing? What am I going to do with it? Where am I going to put it? Um, and the tarp covers the entire garage door opening. So the, the risk of damage to your house 
or to your garage door or to whatever um, is a little bit less. It's not zero, trust me, um, but it's a little bit less. Um, some other training aids. I, I know there's been um, uh, a lot of good discussion on, um, oh man, I'm going to forget what it's called, um, that shooting game or uh, puck handling game. Uh, it's like a, a board and it's got dots on it and you got to, you know, put the puck over the dot and you got to kind of move quickly. Um, and it times you, right? So you can see if you keep getting faster and faster and faster uh, with that. I completely drawing a blank. So um, hopefully that you guys know what that is. Sorry about that. Um, and then lastly, there is um, uh, the, the category of equipment. And so this could fall into the category of things that they need. Super Deaker. It just came to me. Sorry. So Super Deaker is that uh, uh, stick handling pad. Um, Super Deaker is a great one. Um, so the equipment that, you know, they need and this happened to me a couple of months ago, make sure you size your equipment correctly for your player. Um, my son does not come out and tell me, I think my elbow pads are too small. I think my sh you know, shoulder pads are too small. I think my skates are too small. Even he just keeps playing, right? Cause the, the, they're putting that equipment on every day or a couple times a week or three or four times a week. They're not noticing the slow increment of, it getting a little bit smaller and a little bit smaller and a little bit smaller. So you need to check, you know, I would say every three months, every six months, just check the sizing of that equipment. And right now it's just a good opportunity. Check to make sure that um, helmets fit correctly and the face shield fits correctly. And um, I've seen this trend now where, and I think it, it comes from the college and junior level where they're still wearing face masks, but that, uh, the bottom of the face mask, the, where the chin guard is, is like four or five inches away from their face. It's not, it, the chin guard is doing nothing and they're going to, that's dangerous. That's very, very dangerous. Make sure it fits properly. It's not cool or anything like that to have your entire jaw exposed and that helmet's just going to go flying off. I mean, that, that chin guard is there for multiple reasons and you need to make sure that the helmet and chin guard and straps or everything are fitting properly to protect your kit. Um, one thing that is going to be hard to find, but if you can find it great is everybody's hunting for these anti cut everything's right. So the, the, the poor fellow, Adam Johnson, I think his name was over in Europe that unfortunately died from a cut to the, uh, a skate blade to the, to the neck. Has everybody really kind of hyper aware of, you know, these kids are out there skating on razors. That's the bottom line. These skates are quite sharp, very easy, especially in kind of that swiping motion to cut right through skin, cut through jerseys, cut through pads even. Um, so look for those. There's a lot of nice shirts that have the kind of turtleneck look to them that have the cut resistance in the neck. Some of them also have it in the wrists and forearms. Think about all the areas of your player that are exposed. A lot of people don't think about socks. That Achilles, um, you know, in the back of their legs is exposed, right? Most shin pads only wrap around, maybe they'll wrap around the calf, but from the top of the skate to the bottom of the calf is wide open and you cut that thing, you're done. You're done, right? That, that tendon is severed. You may never play again. So, um, you know, be, be careful of those kinds of things. 
um, wrists as well. They have a lot of cut proof wrist guards now that are out there. So uh, anything that says cut proof, give it a try. They have cut proof socks to cover that Achilles. They have um, entire like pants and shirts that are cut proof. So uh, it's going to be a probably a feeling difference for your kid. You know, they're going to take a while to get used to wearing some of that stuff, but it's uh, it's worth it. Look for the neck guards, especially. Um, and, you know, keep your kids safe out there. Properly sized equipment and anything that's cut resistant is, is all, it's all good. It's all good. Money well spent. Um, all right. I, I think, uh, I think I covered all of my, all of my topics for shopping for the holidays. So Merry Christmas to everybody out there and Happy New Year. Um, I'll see if I can get another episode in before, uh, before Christmas hits. But if I don't, uh, I will see you in 2024 and go out there and have fun and, you know, tell, tell your kids that, uh, to make sure that when they're out there, that they're doing their best to gain possession. <laughs>